This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. So a survey found this is the number one thing women said they wanted more out of their current relationship. It surprised me. I think it might surprise you. I'm going to give you that answer coming up. Is it something I'm going to be able to do or not? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> is it something I'm going to want to do? Yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that in just a second. Now, for yeah. guys, we already know for guys what makes them content and happy in a relationship. This is a family show, dude. Yeah, it's just, you know what? You know what? A good, if she's a good cook and a good little kisser. That's basically about all they want. Okay, I'm okay Mom. with just the kissing. <laughs> I can get food at a restaurant. Okay, thank you, Tom. But a lot of times the women will, and I'm kind of curious if you feel this way, Tori. They will. They want uh, like closeness, like you know, uh, a partner who is a best friend. They mention that. Well, yeah. What's the other option? Okay. An enemy? Okay. <laughs> well, sometimes yeah. it's just like uh, it's just a friend, not a, a best friend. Yeah, a roommate. You don't want that in a relationship. Does anyone strive for that? <laughs> Um, they should, you, know, you should try for something more, I feel like. All right. Uh, women will say they want encouragement to follow their dreams. What? Yeah. So someone that's going to be encourager is going to help the, out, you know, her dreams come true. What or, are her dreams? Well, you know. I, I mean, mean if it's, it's to stay home and do Etsy, I'm okay with that. If it's to move off to Hollywood and become a movie star, I'm not really interested in that. Well, that's mm-hmm. not true, because when Jamie wanted to be on, was it Survivor? Survivor. Yeah. You encouraged her. I was, I was as good as I could do. I tried to make it seem <laughs> like I wanted her to get that. <laughs> okay. Uh, they say they, a shoulder to cry on. That's what the girls want. I can do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. You'd be a good shoulder to cry on? I'll let you cry on my shoulder. They want understanding and forgiveness in a relationship. Well, what's this forgiveness for? <laughs> what did they do? What? What did they do? Well, I don't know. They just, they want that, Tom. Uh-huh. You've got to be a little bit better about that. Uh, no, you don't. You, you know what? You're being taken advantage of well, is we're, possibly we're, what's let's happening. Not, let's not go with extremes here. Let's just say she wants forgiveness because she didn't get ready on time, as you oh, guys well, were. That's not something that's I would not forgive. I wouldn't even have to forgive that. Yeah, a little grace. Okay. okay. My eyebrows <laughs> were struggling, and my hair wouldn't sit down. It was See, just none of that matters. Now, if, I think maybe something that would resonate with me is like when she brings home the brand new car with a dent already in it because okay. she went too close to the mailbox uh first of all that trash can attacked me right yeah. it came out of nowhere <laughs> and it left a dent and i was quite shocked or maybe a car ding because they were in the you know walmart parking lot and she actually accidentally hit the other car with the, the door that's usually them that's gonna have to do the forgiving okay <laughs> his attention's what they say they like I try to do that. Okay. I've I actually had done something lately that's been doing, has been helpful, and that's turn to the person is what they say. Right, right. So, like, if you're on the computer playing a game, you pause it, and you actually turn and face them. 
Oh, okay. So that you're giving them your full attention. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, communication's always mentioned in relationships. Right. You want some good commu- mm-hmm. communication and mutual respect. Okay. In a relationship. I'm okay with all this. Okay, so you're good so far. Right, so and far. I, so I think you're going to nail this oh because the survey found this is the number one thing women said they wanted more of out of their current relationship. You want to try to stab, take a stab at it? Man, you've already given us a lot of homework. <laughs> it is alone time. They uh, want time alone yeah. from you. Okay, well, we do that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. She goes to the theater room. I stay in the bedroom, and we just text each other. That, okay, <laughs> I see that, but I'm like, that's really high up on the list that the female in the relationship wants alone time, more alone time. That's awesome, because that's what I want, too. That so. sounds like the perfect woman. I love it. <laughs> I had a friend, she said for her birthday, she was going to get a hotel room for the weekend alone. <laughs> yeah. Husband can keep the kids all weekend. She's going to, to pamper herself. Oh, okay. I said, you do it. Well, and uh, you know, because sometimes they want closeness. They talk about this innate closeness, like physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. They want all four of those. They want you to reach this high level of that. Yeah, it's like mentally, I want to be close to you. Physically, please get out of the room. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> well, part of our quarter after laughter this morning is our friend Nate Brigazzi. He talks about alone time here in this segment. <laughs> My wife will usually start falling asleep. She'll go to bed like 1130. And then I'll lay, I sit out there and I watch TV till like 2 or something. Sometimes my wife, she'll go to bed, and then she comes back with a blanket, and she lays next to me. And she's like, well, I'm going to just sleep out here, and I'll go to bed when you go to bed. And I don't care for that at all. <laughs> it's like you already promised to go to bed, and I got pretty excited. So I don't... <laughs> I think that's the hardest part of marriage. How do you say that nicely? How do you tell the most important, the person that you love more than life itself? How do you say, hey, out of all the people on earth, you're the only one I don't want near me right now? <laughs> he is hilarious. Yes, he is. And very relatable. I know a lot of couples feel that way. Yeah. It's like, you said you were going to bed. <laughs> I was going to be able to watch whatever I wanted to do or a video game or whatever. It's about guilt. It's like whenever I'm yeah. sitting there on my iPad doing something totally pointless and my wife is in the room probably straightening things up, it's like I can't relax and enjoy myself because yeah. I'm like, I feel guilty the whole time. Yeah, and she's not said anything. She's not even thinking she's about your video game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, just, I, know, I know I'm wrong, so it bothers me. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Sometimes you have a close friend and you find out something about them that makes you realize you don't know them as well as you thought you did. Yeah. I had a good friend. It's still a good friend of mine, but uh, we were at his house one time and I found out after knowing him for years that he had a parrot. (laughs) (laughs) And not just any parrot. This was like a pretty expensive parrot with a giant cage in his house Mm. and it knew all these words and I didn't even know he had a parrot. Those things live to be like 119. That's probably a slight exaggeration, but I think 80 is is reasonable. I was exaggerating. They live about (laughs) like a human lifespan. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I, I... didn't know that about him, and he started teaching me a lot of things about the parrots. But I just found out something that the nearly 20 million pet parrot owners in America can do with their pet parrots to make them happier. Hmm. They just did some study, and they found out that parrots love 
to make video calls to other parrots. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> they taught these 18 parrots how to use a tablet to make video calls to each other. The mm. parents had to actually choose which other parrot they wanted to call, yeah. and then they would press on the screen and ring a bell and these various things, and they could make a, a call that lasted up to five minutes. So instead of Kids Messenger, it's Parrots Messenger now? <laughs> instead of what messenger? Kids, kids Messenger. messenger. You don't know what that is? I don't. Oh, okay. It's a Zoom <laughs> thing for kids. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. At the same time as like Facebook. Yeah, my kids use like WhatsApp <laughs> and uh, you know what? Telegram and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. But they uh, it's more like <laughs> FaceTime than anything. It's just they would click it and they would be on screen with another parrot and they'd mm. see each other. First thing they noticed is that the parrots would start to make more preening type of uh, behaviors, which is where they kind of impress the other parrot. So they would be like smoothing their feathers back and trying to make themselves look good. Dress it up. And they would seem to grasp that they were actually talking to another parrot, displayed social behavior such as singing and preening, and they made 147 calls over a three-month study. So these parrots were more happy, and it turns out that parrots in the wild often live in flocks. So now these homes where they were these people and no other parrots – this gave them a chance to interact with other parrots and be more like their flock behavior. And I bet you in some of those Zoom calls, the parrots didn't have any like pants on in the call or had their pajamas on. Actually, literally all of the calls, they didn't have any pants on. Um, but that's kind of, I would think this would be a great opportunity for a pet company to make some sort of a parrot network and a, yeah. and a device that goes in the parrot cage that it could contact other parrots. How many parrots do you think there are, like pet parent owners? About 20 million. You think? That's, yeah, that's roughly what I believe. Is it, did you make that up or is that in the article? I, I already said it, but yeah, oh, okay. it's in the article. <laughs> I wouldn't pay attention I can tell. 20 million? Yeah, mm. 20 million pet parrots in American homes. If you charge a dollar, you can make $20 million. Uh, I think you <laughs> charge more than a dollar for it. Oh, you're talking about for the app. I'm talking yeah. about the device, too. So you actually have a device, maybe. I just imagine the middle of the night hearing your parrot squawking to yeah. somebody else. Uh-huh. You're like, what is that noise? Uh-huh. Oh, it's Petey again, yeah. making those calls. He's making those late, <laughs> late night <calls>. dirty <laughs> parrot calls to the other parrots. Get off the phone and go to bed. Quit sending okay. those pictures to each other. <laughs> what you doing right now? <laughs> I've always thought parrots would be a kind of cool pet, but too much effort for me, and I'm not going to adopt one and then kick it to the curb later, so I don't want to take the chance. I found the perfect solution. So over the weekend at International Fest, I ran into this group who teaches you how to rehab wild animals in your own home. I got their pamphlet. I'm so excited. My husband's not, but I can't wait. I'm so, going to start that. So now you're out looking for raccoons? And- they have. International Fest. They were little baby raccoons. It was. I was like sitting there looking at them with tears in my eyes. My husband was like, "Tori, seriously, seriously though, look at their hands. <laughs> they have cute little hands, they don't they? Do. Are you gonna adopt raccoons now? Yes, but okay. I'm supposed to release it back into the wild. But like, are they gonna follow up on that? See, but the raccoons uh, would not do well with this service. Actually, we don't know. I don't think so because they have that mask on. You couldn't recognize them <laughs> with those Zoom calls. <laughs> Oh, God, some days it's hard and hard to come in here. Wow. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, I guess it's yard sale slash garage sale season. Okay. Yeah, we had our neighborhood yard sale over the weekend. And, uh, you know, 
Yard sale looks like a garage just threw up on the yard most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) There's all the stuff. But, uh, and I don't know, do you still do yard sales with your wife, Tom? She's sold most of our stuff. I mean, we don't really have anything in our house anymore. Oh, really? So it's just empty. (laughs) It feels that way sometimes. Well, men hate yard sales because they're always the ones that has to take this stuff out, you know, of the garage, put it out in the yard, and they're also the people that have to take it from the yard and put it back in the garage for what didn't sell, and she's the one that keeps all the money. You're a sucker because I don't do any of that. My wife does the whole thing. Now, I'm she not, does keep the money. I'm not surprised, <laughs> But uh, she does the work. If yeah. she's going to keep the money, I ain't doing the work. Okay, uh, but you're not typical relationship, really. Mm-hmm. Well, like, ours, ours works, so it, yeah, it, you're right. It works, but oh. it's not typical. Hey, I've been married for 20-something years. We're not. Oh, it's not about sassy. your successful marriage, okay? okay? I'm guessing most guys are the ones that have to put it out there. Most sure. of the guys I know that have yeah. to take it and put it out in the yard and then help her put it back into the garage. Now you help each other. Was he going to lift a bed by himself? You got this, honey. Lift with your knees. All right. Have you had a garage <laughs> sale or yard sale with John? Yeah. I mean, we do Facebook Marketplace, but yeah, we carry everything out together. Okay. Well, we ain't ever sold a bed. I mean, all the stuff usually is sitting on little tables in our garage. I will say, though, you can make money. I've always made money at yard sales. I mean, it could be like an anvil, a baby stroller, a ceramic monkey, and you still make like $200. You like, sold an anvil? Yeah. Did you need it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't I'm, have one. I think I made $300 on the one and only yard sale well, I'll ever good. have. That's good. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it my really time. It really ain't, is Then it? you got the people that show up early, even though you put no early birds. You know what? There's no amount of money that's worth what it does to your loss of faith in humanity. <laughs> yeah. There's no amount of money worth hating people as much as you do after a garage sale. Well, I got to say, Cato was talking about the yard sale vultures. That's the people that show up at six in the morning. Money, like burning a hole in their pocket, and they knock on your door and ask if there's going to be a yard sale here. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, but there's about to be a killing here. I always <laughs> felt like the vultures are the ones who wait until you're about done, and then they want to come and get as much as they can for free because they know you don't want to have to to move it. I think it's right the opposite. This is people just circling around waiting for you to open that garage oh, door. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wait. They're waiting for the carcass at the end. I had a guy show up the night before my yard sale. He was in the, the neighborhood and he was just making rounds with anybody that was putting stuff out or labeling stuff. And he goes, "Hey, I know you have a yard sale tomorrow." Can I look at your stuff first? The reason why he got uh, better deals because you don't really know what to do and you don't even have to prize it. And he's just like, I'll give you $60 for that or $2 for that. And you so, know why he does it? Because he, people let him do it. Yeah, if you told him come back tomorrow, he wouldn't do it. Well, I need the money at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a great prank to play on my friends. I'm going to start putting out yard sale signs. <laughs> 6 a.m. Saturday morning. Yeah, and if you want to get everybody in the neighborhood, you can do a yard sale, neighborhood yard sale. Just put it in the front of the neighborhood. Yeah, put it in the front of the neighborhood. Because <laughs> they, they won't that. even know you did it. They'll be like, oh, we must be having a neighborhood yard sale. Tomorrow. <laughs> and guess what? You will be. Yeah. And people brag about what they buy at a yard sale. You're like, you know what? I got this at a yard sale, $7. It's like, you know, they're proud of that. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I mean, because sometimes it might be worth 20 Yeah. It's funny because I was looking at this section on the internet with these old album covers, and mm-hmm. it reminded me when I was a little kid one year, I was my first year having any money at all, so I went shopping at garage sales to get all the Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. I got my mom some turkey carving board with spikes in it, but I got my dad this record album that demonstrated how stereo worked, and it had people walking from left channel to right channel mm-hmm. and back. 
And I thought I had found the absolute best <laughs> Holy gifts grail. ever, you know? Yeah. And looking back, my parents must have been like, oh my God, we're getting garage sale crap from Tommy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I was, I was trying. You're bragging about it. You brag that you get it at the jockey lot sometimes, too. Uh, and I, I was like, you know, I got this because I went by at six last night before yeah. anyone else. Okay, that was a <laughs> joke. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes, like I bought that couch at the uh, the yard sale. I was like, "Well, that's maybe that's why there's a spring poking me in the bottom here." <laughs> you remember, there's also a yard sale I had. We had a laundry room right off the garage, mm-hmm, and used it as a changing room. The ladies like, "Do you have any place that I can try this on?" I'm like, "You want to try on this these clothes?" And they would take them in there, and some, you know, there's a lot of people at your yard, so it's hard to keep track of everybody. And they're only 50 cents each. Just yeah. buy them and take them, and if you don't like them, throw them away. <laughs> exactly. But these people did not, and they would go in there, take the sticker off, or they would change the number on the sticker. Like, these jeans were $3. Now they're $2, or they would take, like, they would change the price of the item. They just, like, moved the decimal over. No, no, it's three cents, but not three dollars. You, <laughs> you just labeled it, like, an hour before they got there, so you know kind of what you put on them, so you charge them extras, like, uh, I can't find a tag on here. So you're like, okay, well, those were six dollars. Uh, no, 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 no. No, I think they, they weren't. They, I think there were three. No, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you know that? Yeah. They say it's not good to put um, prices on your items because you usually can get more for them. What you just but, but that would be very chaotic. It would be yeah. When everybody's asking you, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, just. There's a it. lot of people like me that wouldn't buy anything from you because I don't like to have to ask. People on Facebook, I will put on there the price, and they'll say, "How much are these?" I'm like, what? Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yard sale season. So. What you do to them, Tori? Same thing Hawk did. You like whatever you put in the price, say higher to them. Yeah. Then they'll either yeah. they'll go, Well, you said it was four dollars above. You're like, Well, why did you ask then? Y'all I gotta go sell some more stuff on Facebook. Can we go. wrap this up? You know what's so funny <laughs> is like John had no idea she was selling stuff on Facebook and he found out when he opened the door a Saturday morning. <laughs> I gave him a couple bucks from that sale. Who's <laughs> <laughs> this stranger wanting to buy something from me? Facebook Marketplace is awesome, though, because that's given us more stories than just about anything. Ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I think some of the most interesting and unusual people in the United States may be the Amish and Mennonite communities. Yeah, we have one back home where mom lives, and they have all kinds of great jellies and jams and just charred foods and all kinds of homemade clothes. My wife's from uh, Ohio, and they've got a community there, and they do candy. They make all kinds oh, of yeah. great candy. Delicious. And, of course, you've seen them on some of the reality TV shows. They had that Rumspringa thing where the these Amish kids, I didn't know this, but they go out and they get to experience experience like English life is what they call it uh, and they go run wild for a while to see if that's what they want or if they want to come back and be a part of the Amish community mm-hmm. most of them go back because they consider this too overwhelming uh, but some of them stay out into the, the regular world and they just kind of learn how to fit in here well yeah it's got to be like culture shock to go from one extreme to the next and I think if I were thrown into it last minute like that I don't know if i'd be able to handle it either yeah but the boy it's a very restricted life if they stay in the amish community but yeah. it's a it's a simpler life i guess and that's one of the things that i think fascinates us all is the fact that they don't use most of the modern conveniences and hawk you and i have both been to the noah's ark thing up in kentucky right yeah and it is staffed by a lot of amish and mennonite people 
And I, I think some of them take a bus in because one of the two groups is allowed to use technology. They just can't operate it. So they can ride on the bus, but they couldn't drive the bus. Well, I think the Mennonites are more of the partiers, and the Amish are a little bit more reserved. Really? Yeah. I That's, do not know the answer to that. It's not a good way to put it, but no. the, the Mennonites can use, like, vehicles and stuff. And the Amish, they have horse and buggies and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I don't really trust you as a, an authority on this, but thank you for sharing that. Hey, Melissa, my mom, she reads a lot of Amish romance novels. And so there is I know such a, lot a thing about as an Amish romance novel? Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of them. And she's like always telling me, it's like, <laughs> she's like, I found this great story, and it's about this Amish thing. And then she, she'll go on and tell me the story. And I'm like, Mom, that ain't real. That's just a made up story. <laughs> Isaiah combed out his beard, seductive, beard seductively. And he, yeah, that it's just doesn't a, sound it's, good. It's an Amish romance novel. Look it up on Amazon. It's um, like she reads them all the time. I'm going to pass. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, the reason I did bring this up is I thought this was kind of interesting, but apparently the Amish community has discovered a new mode of transportation that they believe is okay for their community because mm-hmm. it's a mixture of old and new technology. The Amish are now starting to use electric bicycles. Okay, yeah. Mm. And I guess because they uh, can still be pedaled, that that makes it somewhat okay for them to use, even though it also has the battery-powered aspect to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now they said that the Amish often repurpose technology to align with their community beliefs. So there is, you know, they have certain ways they can work technology into their lives. Now, do they have power? How do they charge these. I don't know if there's something. Maybe the pedaling recharges. Well, okay. no, they do have. I, like, I don't know. I'm well, asking, do they have power? I would assume they're not. okay to use electricity. Okay, but it's not like stuff that like uh, vehicles that damage the you know atmosphere and right. environment. So, the, so then they've decided that these e-bikes don't hurt the environment as much. Yeah, they have lights and stuff. They don't use candles to light the stuff up at night. You, may, you make it sound like we're dumb for not knowing that, but I honestly would have thought they did use candles. because I'm an expert in this area. My mom reads Amish romance novels. <laughs> you mentioned that about Isaac and his hair, his beard. You mentioned that. Oh, yeah. I just imagine what an Amish romance novel would read like. Well, it's just love stories. It's like it's kind of like, you know, was that Love Comes Softly? You know that movie? No. The whole series no. about Love Comes Softly? I've had to watch those two with Mama. What? Rebecca moved closer and almost brushed against his hand. Oh, Jeremiah, I love the way you turn that butter. (laughs) (laughs) That was was not in the book at all or the movies. Turn harder. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Okay, that's just what I would imagine an Amish romance novel. No, it's just a love story. It's like, you know, the the teenagers in the Amish, uh, they fall in love and they... I do not understand why you would read a book about that. As opposed to a regular romance novel. Don't you judge my mom. I'm judging. (laughs) That's because there's a lot of religious themes in there, like of God overall. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's why she reads those. You know what? She don't judge you about your science fiction novels where the aliens fall in love. You You can't identify with them very well because it's like it's not what your life was like. Uh, Wait till I tell mom about you and your books. (laughs) I don't read anything where aliens fall in love. (laughs) You're the one watching Star Wars, Freakzoid. Don't even go there, oh, Harry Potter on. boy. Star Wars is way geekier than Harry Potter. Oh, no way. I'm going back to reading about Jeremiah. <laughs> that I think we all can uh, agree that's the worst. And he was a bullfrog. <laughs> no, that's not in that book. <laughs> 
It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.